Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by O'Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of O'Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the head writer of O'Rock. So I feel like this month, uh, this month is just us being terrible at, at video games and just being old people that don't know how things work. Because we're we're trying to record this podcast through Discord, and um, I I think it might work. Is it working? Uh, you know, we're gonna find out uh, in roughly an hour. The hard or way, so, how well it works. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we did already have to get assistance from the one other person on our Discord to, to figure out how to turn microphones on. So I do have some doubts about how this is gonna work. In my defense, my computer thinks I have three microphones set up right now, <laughs> actually. Yeah. So when I clicked on the thing, it said, you've got three microphones. I'm like, no, I've only got one headset. <laughs> um, pretty sure it's just the one. <laughs> my computer constantly thinks that uh, one of my monitors is a microphone and that that's the default microphone I want to use. <laughs> Does your monitor so have speakers good. attached to it, or no? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> I mean, not, like, visible. I don't know. If it does, I never want to use them for that purpose. So so both of my notes I have for uh, playing games, the games I played this past month, are uh, also just old people complaining notes. So I, I tried out this oh, game good. called Minecraft. Minecraft, I've heard of that, yeah. I don't understand the point of the game. It This is probably a weird way to describe it. It feels like it's just doing pixel art um in 3D. <laughs> so I I I I tried to explain to my stepdaughter I don't understand the point of Minecraft and she didn't understand like the point of my complaints. <laughs> So, like, what? how do you get to the end of the game? What's the end of the game? What's your goal? What are you trying to accomplish in that game, is my question. Um, I think you should ask your stepdaughter and not me. I only played the game once while it was, like, in its original beta, like, way back in the day. Uh, and I couldn't figure out what any of the buttons do or what my goal was or what my purpose in life was or anything like that. I had absolutely no idea. It didn't make any sense to me. I know there are characters wandering around, but you can't talk to the characters. So, yeah. Are those characters actual, like, other real people or NPCs? I think they're NPCs, but they don't talk to you. One of them was a salesman, and that one was able to talk. Okay. It didn't really talk, it was just you You clicked on the salesman, and then a, a little shop came up. Well, I know there's there's green little monsters that run around, too, because I've seen stuffed animals of them. Oh, yeah, 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 I got killed by one of those. Oh, you did? Okay. I got killed by the gray monster, too, so that was, that was fun. I was told the gray monster wouldn't attack you, it's just there to protect the village, but it attacked me and killed me, so... Yeah. Uh, how many how many mines did you go into? Would you say? I would say there are zero mines in the game. I, I didn't find any. No mines. But I, okay. I, I was able to craft a crafting table, so that that that's okay. something. So wait, you you I'm crafted sure... a thing that lets you craft. 
Yeah, that was basically, I got told I needed to craft a thing to let me craft, because I needed that to craft some sort of item that the people in the live stream audience thought I really, really needed. <laughs> oh gosh, you were playing this on a live stream? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, your, this... Your fans must have been absolutely furious about your your non-understanding of Minecraft. The crafting is really difficult. I won't say difficult. The, the game just needs a tutorial. That's the problem. So what I get from Minecraft is that you're just supposed to build a house, and it's supposed to look fancy, and then you show it off to your friends and say, look at my fancy house. I guess it's sort of like The Sims without I was going to say, isn't that, animal, isn't that Animal Crossing just without the crushing debt? I would say it does sound an awful lot like Animal Crossing. I, in fact, that was sort of what came to my mind, Animal Crossing or, or Harvest Moon. Yeah. But but um, without anyone to marry. There's no marrying. There's no marrying and there's no Tom Nook wanting all your money. So I don't, I don't know why you'd yeah. want to play that game. But no, you you can build three-dimensional houses, I suppose, as, a, as opposed to just buying a bunch of pre-made houses. I don't know. I'm really glad that we're starting off the podcast by making everyone really upset at us. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a good start. <laughs> My other note for uh, things that confused me with video games was uh, I, I played Pokemon Sword, and uh, I okay. I don't think you've ever played any Pokemon, have you? Uh, I played either Pokemon Red or Blue. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I think they're the like same. Gen, gen <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is Gen Seven. So, well, yeah. So there's probably, are you saying there's been a few changes since I would have last uh, partaken in the series? I think there have been a few changes. I don't know how many changes there are, because like you, I played Gen 1, and skipping straight from <laughs> Gen 1 to Gen 7 was not really mm -hmm. that difficult, to be honest. But, well, well, one of the improvements is that, um, well, in Gen 1, your Pokemon can only have like four different moves at once. I guess yeah. because the game didn't have enough memory. So in this one, your Pokemon can only have four different moves at once. Okay. But okay, so it's a <laughs> but here here's how they upgraded it. You <laughs> it's the exact same. But you can switch yeah. them out. You can switch out the four moves rather than being stuck with the same four moves forever. So if if you've decided to get rid of a move and later decide you want to get it back, that's possible now. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, yeah, it sounds like we both agree that Minecraft is boring and Pokemon hasn't done anything interesting since Gen 1. Would you agree that that's, that's sort of the Oorok stance? Um, I'm not going to say that for Pokemon because I, I saw a review. <laughs> Apparently they did some new things and then they just got rid of some of those new things. <laughs> so I don't know if that explanation makes sense, but it, I guess like, they try to do something new every generation, and then so anything that's new just dies out every second or third generation. <laughs> Nothing really sticks around for that long. Well, well, I know that they got rid of uh, Missing No for the newer games, which is the main thing I remember about the original. So I'm guessing that means they only have 150 Pokemon now, not 151. Uh, uh, yeah, no, like they, they, yeah, they changed, yeah. they changed the Pokemon that you can get, yeah. Just seems like it's not even worth playing. So my my main complaint was uh, the 
the Pokemon types, which is just sort of impossible. They they the game needs a tutorial for that too. Because <laughs> um, I I live streamed that, and I I had a couple of Pokemon fans in the chat, and then they would just get mad at me. They're like, oh my gosh, why would you send out a a water type against this thunder type? What are you? How bad are you at this game? <laughs> I'm like, how am I supposed to wise? Huh? Yeah, see, this is the problem with streaming games that other people know things about. I know, it's a disaster. right? <laughs> so that, that was generally what happened with every like boss battle is I'd I'd have to like yeah. play through the boss battle a couple of times just to figure out what the boss's strengths or weaknesses are. Because I don't have all the Pokemon types memorized. There's like a shame. chart you can print out, but it's super huge. <laughs> so I, I didn't. I think, I don't know, uh, from from what I'm gathering here, I think you should try Fortnite next. I think that would go pretty well. Oh, that's, that sounds pretty awesome, yeah. Yeah, that's what all the, that's what all the kids well, are into I was going to say, yeah. do, do all the kids say that, you know, when you say you make games? They're like, oh, like like Minecraft? <laughs> or do they say, like, Fortnite? Uh, well, they don't say like Fortnite. They ask if I made Fortnite. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Which is, and a lot of their their parents too. I get that. Um, uh, at one point, my little cousin—I I forget if I mentioned this already—but my little cousin got it in his head that I invented Steam, uh, and I I did not um uh, argue with him about that. <laughs> <laughs> you just want him to think you're <laughs> super like, cool. <laughs> His dad told me that he was telling everyone, all his, all his classmates, that his cousin invented Steam. No. <laughs> Look, if I if I can be cool to a bunch of uh, you know fourth graders, I'm I'm gonna take that opportunity. It's true because I I I did the same thing, sort of. Um, <laughs> uh, you know the the. the I, I forget. I think it was more like second graders where they're just learning about different jobs people had. So I'm like, sure, I'll fill out the little questionnaire just like five minutes. And they, they all thought my job was super cool. And they were all surprised yeah. to learn that YouTubers make a, a different amount of money. Like it changes from month to month quite a bit. So that, that that's what really surprised them all. So I'm like, oh, I'm glad I could, could teach people stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So wait, did you actually like, like give a like a little like a speech in front of uh, your your kids' class? Is that what this was? Or I've done both. Um, the one I'm talking about is, um, you know, one of my wife's friends was just asking uh, people to send in stuff about their jobs so she could share to her class. But I, I've also okay. done like a, a presentation at the uh, the local library uh, about YouTubing. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, running a channel, what it's like. Um, yeah, it was it was one of the best uh, speeches they had all year because <laughs> everything else got canceled. So, oh, I'm like one of the three in their uh, series this year. <laughs> and she accepts me because I lie and make my make my job seem glamorous. Where it's like. <laughs> Mostly get a bunch of angry teenagers yelling at me in the comments for not knowing Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, that's 90% of the job. Why didn't you craft oh, that particular mine? Oh. How did you not know ahead of time that, you know, the sword in Minecraft only has 20 uses? 
I'm really upset that you didn't go into a single mine in this game. <laughs> I dug a hole in the ground. Does that work? I don't. I don't know. Did you? I guess you made your own mine. And you, did you mine dirt? Mining is basically. I think mine is whatever they call it for. Um, I don't know. They just use it as a general term for. You pick up an item that's considered mining, and I would consider okay. that oh, so. So picking it's lying. Items. It's a. It's a lie. Okay. Yeah, I. I mean, mining. I, I would consider like using um, well. Whatever you call it. You're you're in a mine and you're using a pickaxe to mine stuff. That's what I would consider strict mining. But uh, they have really a much more broad didn't... definition. I'm really glad we didn't make this Discord public because there would be some people screaming at us right now. Well, in Harvest Moon, you can go inside a mine and then mine ores. So that, that counts as mining. <laughs> yeah, then why don't they call that Minecraft? Uh, because it's more of a farm game. I think I think that was something uh. they introduced. I think the the mining was introduced like in Gen Four of uh, Harvest Moon. <laughs> I know they've got a a, a spin off of Harvest Moon called Runescape, where they yeah, they uh, put Rune, more Rune emphasis. Factory. Rune, Runescape is something else. Oh, okay, Rune Factory. The then I play it. Yeah, because I played that one because. Um, Trying to remember, I think that's the one where you can hire a bunch of robots to do all the boring farming work for you, and you can just spend all your time trying to get girlfriends and boyfriends. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then I, I need to check it out. We'll have to live stream that and, and get yelled at by yes. everyone. <laughs> uh, I've, man, I've actually thought about streaming like off and on for the last several months. The problem is. I I am a I'm totally sure that my internet would not be able to handle it like at all like like even this this Discord call right now is kind of cutting in and out like I can't I if I can't watch people Twitch which I usually can't I'm guessing I probably cannot also uh, host a Twitch account which is kind of a bummer you can but they Maybe won't someday. be able to see you <laughs> oh that's fine <laughs> maybe that's for the best no I. So here's what I wanted to do, though. Um, so I've been really getting into this. Um, this, And I'll, I promise we'll talk about game development at some point, guys. Just stick with us. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been getting really into this uh, book series called The Lone Wolf Series, uh, which is kind of, uh, it's like a, a uh, I mean, it's like a, a, a role-playing book. Like, it's like, choose your own adventure, except you also have stats and an inventory and dice rolls and things like that. So I thought it would be fun to stream just, like, reading through the book and seeing if we can get through it. Oh, that looks actually kind of sweet, though. So it's a series of 30, 30 game books. Yes. Yes, there's a million of them. I'm on, I'm on the fifth one right now. <laughs> they made a couple of video games, too. Yeah. Yeah, it, they're actually a lot of fun. I've, I've tried a, a few different uh, series of game books. Like I played uh, or read, played a few of the fighting fantasy, which is like the really popular one, the fighting fantasy story series. Um, but that one was way too hard and I just died all the time. So I switched over to Lone Wolf, which I, you know, don't have to feel bad about dying in a book. I don't know. I I think it's a lot of fun. I think it would be a really interesting, kind of unique thing to stream where, like I was saying before, no one watching this would have read or played this, most likely, so no one can make fun of me for being bad at it. It sounds good. Maybe yeah, you should check I mean, it out. Yeah. It's weird that I don't 
really like choose your own adventure books really considering really? that the games i make are sort of like choose your own adventure yeah. style so yeah i don't know choose your own adventure is okay i suppose i mean yeah that's that's actually how i explain the games that we make to people who don't really play video games i say they're like choose your own adventure books but video games <laughs> so it's funny that you wouldn't actually like the actual books that much I don't know, I only read one or two, but it, it seemed like yeah. it all just, what do you call it? It seemed like there was only one pathway, and then everything else was just, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that's definitely true. In, in which case, I'm like, just just write the main storyline normal. <laughs> I'll be okay with that, <laughs> trust me. That was that was the problem I had with the fighting fantasy books, too, is that it just seemed like no matter what I did, like, there was a very specific path they expected me to follow, and I didn't, if I didn't happen to go to this one building and get this one item a hundred, you know, pages, sections, chapters ago, then I was just gonna die no matter what I did from there on out, and I, I did not enjoy that. The, um, the uh, Lone Wolf series I find to be much more fair. Um, I don't, I don't, I haven't really died that much at all in those. Especially in, I think it was the second book when I got a mega powerful sword that adds 10 to my attack, and now I'm totally unstoppable, which which is good. <laughs> That's interesting, because, um, I don't know, obviously Cat Present is more like a, a kinetic novel than a, a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, um, yeah. There are no stats in Cat President. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, can we do stats in our next game? I've, I've actually been wanting to do like stats and dice rolls and and stuff like that in a, in a game. I just never. Maybe maybe a future game we can figure that out. I know I figured out how to do that for the Fire Emblem style game, but I never actually like tested it out or anything. Right. Um, what game would we make that in- involves stats, though? Because that's always been a yeah. problem of mine with the um especially with the choice of games thing. It's like, what do I put on the stats page? It's like, well, the games automatically come with the stats page, but if you're not doing an RPG, it feels like the stats page is unnecessary. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like, thinking about something like uh, the the Moms game, which is kind of coming up on our radar, like, we obviously wouldn't be able to do the standard attack, defense, you know, dexterity, stuff like that that you'd see in D&D. Uh, but maybe stuff like uh, charisma, uh, something about like how how suave you are in talking to people, awkwardness, stuff like that. Um, hmm. Or and maybe even like something that that isn't dexterity, but is sort of similar than like clumsiness, something like that. Like that could work into it. All right, dexterity means like you move well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it could be referred to like if you're carrying a baby and then you have you you fail your dex roll, uh, then you drop the baby. Oh, jeez, stuff like that. <laughs> the poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not that exact idea then. <laughs> but those along those lines, like more like social kind of stats than ones that deal much more explicitly like that to fighting than you normally that you would normally see in a in a game that uses statistics like that. Yeah. Interesting. But then I feel yeah. like, too, like, with the way we, we've been doing our visual novels, where it's like, you know, two decisions per chapter, the decisions just kind of control where the conversation goes for, like, five or six lines, but then they, they converge, reconverge again for the rest of the chapter. Uh, 
that that's a fairly straightforward way of doing branching dialogue. I I, I wonder adding stuff like that to I wonder how much more uh how much more work that would create in terms of writing for the game. Maybe we'd have to make the game shorter in order to accommodate something like that. So that it doesn't get too out of control. Yeah. Maybe it makes more sense for a shorter game if there's a shorter game we're working on. Like Pizza Boy, maybe we could have done it for that. Yeah. That's that's something I, I um have had a note about was um I, I read a mystery where there are like seven characters and at the end of each part somebody gets killed. And uh I just thought that would be really cool to do that in a murder mystery where it's like at the end of the chapter you determine which character gets killed. Oh but, gosh, are um, you like are you like the murderer? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean like you the player decides what dead body do you come across, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Gosh, wow. So yeah, you're like, and I turned the corner, and I stopped, and I dropped the baby I was carrying, and just stared at the corpse. And the face on the corpse was dot dot dot, and then you choose from from the, uh, yeah, choose from the list. Yeah, oh wow. That's kind of interesting. I kind I'm kind of into that. I thought it would be cool, but it also in- involved like an insane amount of writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then you have to account for which characters are still alive and which ones are dead with for each chapter after that. It would get really complicated. Yeah. So, um, but that's something I see in mystery novels occasionally. Um, is that you know oh, our man, heroes like figured out who the murderer is. And they're about to capture, uh, you know, the murderer when they find the murderer's just been killed by somebody else. And, you know, so the mystery is all wrapped up, but then we've got another dead body. We've got to keep going with the mystery. Yeah. So I was going to say, I did a a similar trick in the Kaladia pathway, the kidnapped prom queen, where the players got to pick who the first victim is. There's like a group of three people. You got to choose who's the one behind the door. Although I, right, you know, yeah. didn't tell the player in advance. Oh, by the way, this person's going to be killed. <laughs> um, but I, I, I did like sort of a sneaky writing trick to get around that problem of uh, doing a ton of writing, which is that the the second victim is automatically picked by the game. So poor Mister Smothers oh. gets killed in that pathway, no matter what. So if you don't choose him first, then he's going to be the uh, second person that the computer picks for you. Right. And that way I know Smothers is never going to be there ever. Right. And I think it's it's Elena who gets like shortly, she gets like attacked shortly at the start of uh, uh, chapter three if she survives. And then she gets mm-hmm. taken out. So that was sort of how yeah. I how I did it. Yeah, I guess that's how you do it, right? Is that you just you don't have all seven or whatever characters as an option for who the dead person is. You you limit it to only a couple of characters, and then you don't have to end up writing as much. My last note on game development. So you you wrote something, or you posted something about uh, placeholder names, specifically with with test game. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the pl- that was the placeholder title for uh, the beard in the mirror. Yeah, and you still think of it as test game after a million of years. Of course, <laughs> yeah. That makes me a little worried because, um, yeah, some of the characters. I don't know how many character. I mean, placeholder character names made their way into the final version uh, of Cat President and and stuff like that. But I'm feeling maybe yeah. more. Maybe a lot. <laughs> um, 
Francie Drew specifically, uh, I mean, her her best friend Katie, that's just my wife's name, but, um... Yeah, Clorinda in, uh, Francie, yeah, and then the first Francie Drew game was, uh, Beth, Beth the Bride for a very, very long time, before <laughs> we changed it to Clorinda. I believe every, I, I think it, she's still referred to as Beth in the code, or B, or something like that. We did not change George the Groom, did we? He's still George That's the Groom, although he's not referred to as such. He's just called George the Groom. That's true. Actually, for, for the mom's game, I think half of them are all... They're all placeholder names, and now that I've written, like, all their pathways, I don't know if those are still going to be placeholder names or not. Yeah. Nobody knows what these placeholder names refer to, so they'll they'll be totally fine with it. Brittany Masters, nobody knows what that is. Um, Laura Tate, nobody knows what that is either. Uh, Nancy Hardy, though. Um, <laughs> I think that's Nancy I Drew think and her husband, reference. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, her husband is Frank in the actual book, so I, I mean, in, in the mom's game, we're going to have to change it, because I don't think we can have a, a Frank Hardy in, in this game without maybe being sued, I, I, so. <laughs> I feel like some people might take issue with that, yeah. See, they, I just, they're just names from, like, an obscure romance series. <laughs> um, I just switched around, so um, it's... It's Brittany Tate and Nikki Masters. Those are the two main characters. So that's where I got um, Brittany Masters and Laura Tate from. Sure. Laura Tate actually sounds familiar. Is that is that also in like a TV show? I have no idea. I should look it up. Uh, no, I guess not. There, I think there's a there's this, the last name Tate appears in something. I think. Um. Uh... Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Sharon Tate, uh, uh, who was murdered by Charles Manson. No, that's probably not it. I also got Rosa King, which I think should be changed. There we go from um, the ah from the TV show Soap. That's what I know the Tates from. They think that's the main family in Soap. It's a <laughs> sitcom from like late '70s, early '80s that uh, <laughs> be right in your wheelhouse. It was a parody of soap operas. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> It was actually pretty funny. I watched, uh, it used to be on, like, right before I'd go to bed, like, like, ten years ago, not when it, not when it was airing originally. Billy Crystal's in it. It's one of his first roles. Okay, let's see, let's see. They have DVDs of soap. <laughs> yes, they do. Season one, season two, season four. Oh, wow, I'll have to get this. <laughs> the Tates and the Campbells. <laughs> I think I recommend it. It was funny when I watched it before. I never watched the whole thing. Actually, it would be like, I'd be just catching the second half of an episode and then the first half of the next episode. So my uh, my knowledge of the storyline is a little fractured. So uh, what what should we change this guy's name to so he's not Frank Hardy? That He's a minor enough character I can easily just copy, do the whole copy replace thing, uh, get rid of it right now. Let's see, all right. I can open up my document of silly names. I don't know if you want a silly name for him, though. Well, I, I think we could keep the last name Hardy. Um, he's a detective. Hardy. Um, and he shows up in this one pathway to be a... Uh, he's a helpful guy. Helps capture where, a culprit. Uh, Mu- <laughs> Muggsy Hooger's- Hoogerworth came from in Pizza Boy was my silly name document. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you need a first name. Let's see what I got. Uh... Yeah, first name, this guy's supposed to be a somewhat serious detective and such. 
All right, so he's intimidating when he first appears. I have the first. I have the first name Toast. I don't know why that's on my list. I guess I saw someone named Toast, but that seems sort of unlikely. Uh, I also have written down Esophagus or Gus for short, which makes me laugh quite a bit. I'm not sure this list is going to help you very much. <laughs> Gus Hardy. That I mean, that works. <laughs> it just... No, but it only works if it's short for esophagus. Oh no. <laughs> Actually, should we even use Hardy? I feel like everyone's going to immediately know why we did that. I feel like we've used Hardy before, have we not? I don't think so, have we? Uh, maybe Harvey. I guess we've referred to the Harveys before. Yeah, Harvey Brothers is what I yeah. call it in, in stay-at-home yeah. detective. <laughs> and I haven't written the pathway with Nancy Hardy yet. I know it's supposed to be like a mystery romance, Nancy but I haven't, <laughs> haven't read it. Miss Hardy, you're right. Miss Hardy is the Sorry, Miss Hardy is the there name it of is. the character my wife plays. That's it. I knew it. All right, so I'm looking at a at a name an online name generator. Okay, um, so I have male. Uh, the species is human. Um, I can already tell this is going to be a good one. All right, and what type of character is this character? A great leader? Are they poetic? Are they virtuous or are they evil? It has to be one of those four categories. This is going to be a, a a great leader. Great leader. Uh, do you have an idea of what year they were born? I'll check. I'll see how old his kid is. Um, <laughs> his kid is eight years old, so he's married with an eight-year-old kid. Does that help us figure out how old he is? Yeah. What do you? Let's see. Uh, let's see. I was born in 1985. I could probably have an eight-year-old. Maybe we should make a little older than that, like 82. Something like that. Okay. Uh, all right. What is there? Are they American? Is that their nationality? Yes. Uh, and what about is his parents? Are they also American? I haven't gone into this. <laughs> Look, yeah, I think this, so. You have to know this if you're going to name this character. It's very important. Um, what's what's his religious background? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the. <laughs> This is not a very important character. He's just. Well, I'll tell you, one of the options is Jedi. If that helps, he can be a Jedi then. <laughs> Maybe. All right. I'm just gonna say, don't does not matter. Uh, all right. All right. Last last two options. Um, do you want him to have a very popular name, a not popular name, somewhere in between for both his first name and his last name? Let's go with somewhere in between. Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. We're going to get some good options. All right, uh, okay. Robert Cox, James Richardson, David Lopez, <laughs> John Adams, <laughs> uh, Eric Butler, William Torres, Brian Moore. Those Brian are some very, Moore. very ordinary sounding names. All right, all right. Those are some ideas, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Can I generate some more? Give me some more. Give me 100 options. What? I'm going to get some... I can't <laughs> come up with 100 off the top of my name. <laughs> greatest podcast. All right, Justin Jenkins. I'm just going to read off some of the better ones. Uh, Richard Hill, Benjamin Campbell, uh, Aaron Gomez, Sean Cox, Kenneth Stewart, Ronald Saunders. These are some really basic names. We made this too simple. Uh-oh. Christopher Cunningham, Travis Knight. 
All right. I'm going to. <laughs> one of the options it gave me was Corey Graves, who is a wrestler in WWE right now. Well, I think we figured out where Corey got his name from. <laughs> yeah, it's not impossible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, these are so boring. Uh, Donald Stewart. Come on. I even said it to give me weirder names. Uh Ada Greenwood. Augusta James. How about Augusta James? Augusta James. Okay. Got that written down. Um, so... I told it to give me the weirdest names it could, and it gives me Gary Evans. <laughs> How about Abner Hayes? Adolfo Parsons. Now we're getting somewhere. Okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> what are we doing? We're trying to figure out placeholder names. What do we do with those? There we go. I, I, I. Not just like character placeholder names, but is there an actual name we could have for the mom's game besides just the mom's game? You <laughs> can't just call it the mom's game. Oh gosh, I still haven't like looked at the script all that much. We still so haven't might... figured out. Yeah, you you gave it a thumbs up yeah. forever ago, and then that was it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but then yeah, I can't. I yeah, I have trouble concentrating on too many games at once. Um, so I haven't I haven't looked at it really since you know probably since before we started working on Cat President too. To be honest, um, uh, so the mom's game we we can't just go with the mom's game. I I I'm not sure. Is that a, a probably not the name I've been using is Cotton Mom Romance, but that's. <laughs> cotton? No, uh, it, like no, it's like the song "Cotton Dad Romance." I mean, no, the song is "Cotton oh. Bad Romance." The pun is "Cotton Dad Romance," but since this is a mom's game, <laughs> I changed it to "Cotton Mom Romance," and it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But that's the song that plays on the title screen. So, well, good news—we're not going to be able to leave that there either. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I kind of like that though. Caught in mom romance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of like it though. I kind of like it though. Oh, uh, yeah. This is just gonna be like test game. It's gonna be the mom game for me for a very long time. I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be yeah. great. Yeah. What? I mean, it's like too. I feel like like Internet Court and Cat President. Those were both just kind of what we were calling the games while we were still brainstorming names. And with both of those, we just kind of eventually circled back and decided those those were just the best names that, I mean, for us, like, those are the names we really wanted to go with. Mom Game probably is not going to be the final name we go with. Yeah. In this case. <laughs> I feel like Cat Present is a very, very good name, and so is Internet Core. It is. But uh, yeah. Mom Game is just, no, that, that's like Goose Game. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's a very bad example because everyone really likes that name. <laughs> well, it's untitled Goose Game. That's what makes it a good oh, yeah. good good title. Yeah. But we can't call it like Untitled Mom Game. <laughs> untitled Mom Game. No. How about Momcraft? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's that's probably already a thing. That's probably like a weird dating site or something. Yeah, it's probably Yeah, you're right. Oh, hey. <laughs> Momcraft is a private Minecraft server where parents can learn the basics of the game in a friendly, low-risk community of gamers and novices alike. You should sign up for Momcraft. I'm not a mom, though. I can't. I, I'll, 
I don't think it they'd let me. It says parents. It says where parents can learn. I guess that that could work, yeah. Started playing Minecraft because I wanted to understand why my kids were so fascinated by it. You know, I, I can't always figure out what the uh, the <laughs> the kids are into nowadays. Yeah, what the youths are doing, yeah. No, I mean, uh, apparently I'm just way more into what the, the kids are into nowadays than, than my wife is, so it's good, so... Oh, okay. I forget what, like, what basic term, um... Well, you're on Twitter, so you probably saw, like, this summer... Yes. It was, it was tweeting, it was, like, trending everywhere, it's like, it would have somebody's name, and then is cancelled, that would be the trending hashtag. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. So I used the word canceled in front of my wife, and she had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, she she's got... not on Twitter all day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, but that that shows up like every three days. It's like, mom's game is canceled. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's a big thing in, uh, in politics now, too, right? Everyone's talking about cancel culture. It's a, it's a whole thing. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. We, I don't think yeah. we have that in uh, Cat President 2, and I... I think I'm actually no good for that. I'm glad about that. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about Frisky getting canceled. Yeah, I don't know if we did anything like that. Yeah, no, we 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 really didn't. I think no. Frisky had been canceled in the game, but nobody like specifically said that. No, I mean Frisky certainly deserves to have been canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's actually someone. Someone was uh. Someone was actually asking me uh, on Twitter about this uh, a little while ago, about like the character of Frisky and, and the game in general. Uh, maybe we can talk about this for a couple minutes, uh, with um, you know way the ways that culture has evolved in the last four or so years. Is there anything differently we would have done with that character or with Cat President 1 in general? Um, anything different we would have done if we were making that game for the first time today, as opposed to like 2015, 2016? Gosh, I don't know, because it'd be really hard for me to answer that question without knowing, um, I'd say the first game, like, influenced the development of the second game so much, um, that's kind of hard to divorce right. myself from the idea of, like, well, what if I was starting afresh? Well, if I was starting afresh, I'd probably have to start it like I did with Cap President 1, which is basically come up with personalities which match the various people running for president, which we didn't do so much in, uh... In this game, I don't think we really had, like, a big one-on-one -on -one ratio between, um, you know, presidential candidates and the characters in the game. Whereas, you know, with the first game, everybody's like, oh, this one's obviously Ted Cruz, <laughs> this one's obviously Donald Trump, this one's obviously so-and-so. <laughs> but uh, this time, yeah. I, I don't feel like people would be able to point and say, oh, well, Poopsie the Ninth is obviously... I don't even know who would be uh, Poopsie the Ninth. Yeah. I don't know. I I think we're still going to get it. Like I think people are going to say Earl Grey is Joe Biden, for example, or some of this, or like insert random extremely old candidate here. Like, yeah, that's I don't what think I was he actually say. is anything like Joe Biden. But I think people are still going to say that, like you know, he's old. They're clearly making a comment about Joe Biden, which is <laughs> not really what we're going for. It's just more the fact that so many politicians are 150 years old right now prominent politicians i feel like yeah that's something we probably could have done or should have done i don't know we'll see if, what the testers say but 
There's there's definitely an opportunity for us to slip in a bunch of Joe Biden jokes. I just can't think of any <laughs> real like Joe Biden jokes. <laughs> um <laughs> Because um, half of the campaign has been canceled, basically because of the stupid coronavirus, yeah. um, that's yeah. basically when he clinched the nomination was at the same time that happened. We didn't get to have a whole bunch of Joe Biden on the campaign trail. So that leaves us with less material to work yeah. with in terms of the people that were but, running for president. Uh, for example, I bet, though, we could have like come up with a reason to stick Earl Grey in his basement and have him stay in the basement for a month and a half, something like that, since that's what people say Joe Biden's doing right now. Oh my gosh, that's that's totally what we should do. Change one of his campaign <laughs> headquarters to like his basement. <laughs> to a basement. Oh no. Well, that, see, that's what I was just about to say, though, is that I kind of like how, uh, and, and certainly in comparison to the first game, but I, I like how we're just sort of lampooning more more general things about politics, like general trends mm-hmm. and stuff like that, instead of going after specific candidates. I I I think that's I don't know. I, I think I enjoy that a little a little better, and it makes the game a little more timeless than to have a character that's clearly supposed to be uh, Marco Rubio or whatever. Yeah, and I, I was going to say it also let us write the game way sooner. <laughs> way more in advance that's true so that, too yeah that helps a lot yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I was just thinking isn't it mr biscuits who who's like camping in a tent in his garage <laughs> that's true yeah so we can't have yeah. we can't use the basement joke we have something that's way too similar to it yeah and it this is just hilarious this is what happens <laughs> This is what happens, Michael, when you don't define in the script where a scene is supposed to take place. That's how we end up at, <laughs> okay, they have a, they're camping in a tent somewhere. All right. This scene takes place at an indoors glow in the dark mini golf because Michael didn't say where it's supposed to be. So this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, so I didn't say in the, the script that it was supposed to be a tent in the garage. <laughs> Because my kids did camping in a tent in the garage in real life, because <laughs> um, oh, all the uh, summer well, campouts were canceled no. this year. Oh, you should have taken a picture. I could have used that instead of the Photoshop that I put together. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't oh, no. I mean, we still got the tent, but we, we no, took it down because it takes too up late. way too much room. <laughs> the picture, I like what I came up with anyway, because it's supposed to be like his campaign headquarters, so I, I think you can't really see it in the picture, but there's, like, a table and chairs set up inside the tent. Yeah, yeah you can kind of see <laughs> so it. I think it's pretty... Yeah. Yeah. I know, I, I actually really like... And it and it let me play with, um, I guess, layers in a way that I haven't really played with before, uh, because you, you see the characters actually, like, kind of behind the tent flap inside the tent a little bit, which I think is kind of a, a unique perspective uh, compared to other scenes in the game something i should probably try to play so with you did more that, i think it looks pretty cool did you do that with layers and renpy or in a uh, photoshop no i think it's all just photoshop okay yeah I, th- I think the ones where they're behind the tent flap i think i just like i just put the whole image together in photoshop and put that into cat president instead of having separate background and character images so you can't like really move the characters around very easily or anything like that with that kind of scene um, same thing for, um, there's a scene in Earl Grey's office where they have gigantic piles of mail and you, there's a scene where he's, he's kind of standing behind the piles of mail. I think that's the same thing or it's just, that's what that background was. Cause I don't really know 
I guess it's it should be possible to do layers like that. Oh, it's one hundred percent possible. Have... They've got all yeah. sorts of layer things. That, I mean, that's yeah, why I asked. I never bothered to learn yeah. the layers, but layered images. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a thing. They can probably do something like a a thing with four layers, and then you can mess with whichever layer you want. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe layering in general is something I should be playing with more because, like I said, anything I can do to to make a scene look a little bit different to add some movement to a scene is is almost always a good thing, especially for these types of games where it's usually where it's frequently just you talking to a cat for several screens or several minutes on end. Anything I can do to to shake things up. I was also going to mention a kaleidoscope. So that's I don't. I'm not sure yeah. if that's a character we would have uh, come up with if we knew how the election was going to go, because... Yeah, because he's, uh, he's the celebrity cat character. Because we were, when we started writing the game, we were sure that there was going to be some major celebrity, I guess besides Donald Trump, running for president. Yeah, yeah, like some movie star or a yeah. TV star or something, because there are several that had hinted it. Um, yeah, it was around the when there were rumors of like The Rock and Oprah running, I believe. So we were like, okay, we got to have a celebrity character because that's totally happening, and it and it, yeah, it totally did not happen. It yeah, it did not. I guess I was gonna say Mike Bloomberg, but I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> no, if Mike Bloomberg is the closest thing you got to a celebrity, <laughs> you don't got a celebrity. <laughs> Speaking of Cat President too, I guess we're we're running a little short here, but I wanted to give the quick update that it's all done basically. <laughs> Um, we're at the testing phase right now. All the pathways are totally finished. The interface is finished. All the, most of the annoying stuff I was complaining about last month is all finished. Um, the game is currently with our testers as of this recording. Uh, feedback is starting to trickle in. Guess what, Michael? We missed a whole bunch of typos in the game. <laughs> if you can believe no, it. No, no, what? <laughs> so many typos still. I hate the typos. Uh. Yeah, I need to get the. Uh, I I really need to get the software that stops typos when I'm writing. But yeah, I mean, so uh, I wish I wish we had more time because that's something to uh, to talk about is how I was learning that um, a lot of like books and and bigger big publications they usually have an editor who's focused on content and then one who's specifically focused on typos and and like spelling mistakes and stuff like that. Uh, because it's sort of difficult to focus on both of those things at once. And I think that's just what keep ha keeps happening to us. We're, we're too focused on the, uh, the content when we're revising the script that we, that we, we can't, we miss a lot of the small stuff. But thankfully our, our testers have been pretty diligent about catching all of that. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> maybe not all of that, but I guess we're going to find out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, testers are very into the game so far. I haven't heard, uh, too much negative except, uh, one person who said that he thought the human cat romance was weird. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? That's, that's fair. <laughs> Other than that, it's been very, very positive. Um, so yeah, I'm still, I need to process all the tester feedback. I need to do the credits sequence. Um, and I need to do the achievements. Uh, and thankfully, Michael was able to brainstorm a whole ton of achievement ideas for me. So thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Um, it it took forever, but I'm I sure bet you it could did. Tell. Yeah, yeah. 
I bet it did. It seems like you went like very, very thoroughly through all of the uh, all the scripts or all the pathways to to come up with ideas. I basically uh, so. tried to do the uh, the way that some games do um, is uh, an achievement just for reaching a certain part of the game. So I tried yeah. to come up with like an achievement for every two to three chapters. So it's like, cool. okay, here's something that happened in this chapter. You get an achievement. You you went camping in a tent. That's your achievement, <laughs> camper guy. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's good. That that saves me a lot of trouble. So I appreciate that. Um, and the big thing that I'll be probably working on this week is getting the Steam store page all set up too. And I'm gonna set that uh, live as soon as I can. Not for purchasing, just for like so you can add the game to your wish list and stuff like that. Um, but I I want to get that up soon because I remember that being helpful. Uh, I think it was for Pizza Boy. I had it up like a month early, and and yeah able to get a little buzz going before the release yeah 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 because uh I, yeah. I have to imagine there are a lot of people that played the first cat president and have no idea there's a second one yeah because they're the... not following <laughs> us on twitter yeah which yeah i think that was another thing i was going to do too is try to figure out how to like send an announcement over the cat president one steam page something like that to be like hey there's a there's a new one coming out get get ready you can tell i'm really good at <laughs> <laughs> at PR, <laughs> prepare yourselves for electoral. Um, yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> Get ready to vote with your heart, not with your brain. Cat President Two is almost here. <laughs> don't vote with your brain. I feel yeah. like a terrible message no. to send to everyone. <laughs> yes, especially in 2020, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really do like the. So we have. Oh, that's the other thing too is that Michael and I were working on the trailer too. Uh, Michael came up with a great script for it, and then and he had the idea too. Uh, since neither of us really like making trailers, he had the idea to just kind of do it all in Renpy, like to make like just basically a mini scene in Renpy that was the trailer, uh, and then record that. And so we got that ready to go. Um, I really like that the game. <laughs> Ends with the line, uh, because wouldn't things be better if humans weren't in charge? I think that really kind of speaks to this political moment that we're in right now. Hopefully that that strikes a chord with some people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just wonder how many people actually watch the uh, Steam trailer, because yeah. um, I don't know. I, I checked, uh, I think, YouTube, because I, I checked the first trailer as a reference, and I don't think it has yeah. as many views I think more people bought the game than saw the trailer. True. I, 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 I'm I going to have to remind myself when I'm setting up the Steam page. I don't know if Steam links to the YouTube trailer or if I actually upload a new version of the trailer to Steam. Um, that would probably explain it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. it then. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and I've been trying to look up stuff too about like best practices for building your Steam page. Um uh, I like this one idea I read where to make sure like you put your your best, flashiest, most enticing screenshots, make those like screenshots one and two because people probably might not scroll through the rest of them. So to figure out what the best screenshots are and stick them in there. I was going to say one of the um, one of the other best practices, which I tried to put into the uh, this description was um, people like bulleted lists, apparently. Yeah. And they also like. um a declarative sentence? No, that's not it. A anyway, it's like, be the campaign manager. Yes. Do this. Shave your cat's head. 
you know, <laughs> makes Wait, it seem like you're doing stuff. Wait a minute. I don't remember that scene. That's not in the game, I don't think. But <laughs> Save that for apparently, the You know, that's more, people are more uh, likely to buy a game if you put it in that way, as opposed okay. to this is a game where you're a campaign manager and you can shave a cat's head. Um, <laughs> apparently starting a sentence with a verb is, uh, that's what makes those impulse buyers just jump off the fence and buy your game. Okay, cool. I, I don't think I knew that. See, this is this is why you're the head writer. Well, like I said, I just just took it from the list of helpful hints. I don't know if that's yeah. that's actually it, but um, choice of games definitely follows that um, that mm. particular uh, set of rules for uh, writing their press releases. It's like you want you've got to have a bulleted list. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, we've definitely. I think we're we're always pretty good about bulleted lists, but I don't think I've put them in. Uh, in in that you do this thing in this game. I don't think I've been following that best practice. So that's good to know. Yeah, I think cool. another practice is, um, you know, try to get people to visualize. You know, people are especially like visual learners and whatnot. So if you've got mm -hmm. a description which is very visual, people like that. Well, we'll we'll see how how it all works out. And yeah, then, then the other thing too is all the uh, the capsule images, the stuff we've always complained about in here. Um, I was reading an article that kind of showed me how these different images are actually used in context, and and some some ideas of how to make them jump out. Like they were saying stuff like, uh, "Don't don't make it don't make the background too dark because it'll it'll blend in with Steam's background." Stuff like that, um, and putting like. Uh, well, they, they said putting people or putting characters in the image is usually a good idea because it, it's, it's sort of more enticing. I was going to see if, I mean, I might use characters from the game. I could also use, um, oh yeah, the, the image we did, we didn't end up commissioning, um, uh, art from our friend. We were, we were talking about this last month uh, of, uh, a cat for the title screen. So I could use that cat in the capsule images as well. Some, some nice, unique art there. Yep, that's true. Um, with with YouTube, apparently, if your YouTube thumbnail has a picture of a person, that's generally considered good practice. People are more likely to click on it. Cool. That seems to be the case. I, I mean, I wouldn't say 100%. That's always what happens. But So I, I generally go with that as a rule of thumb. Uh, you know, if I get a choice between, uh, well, here's a character talking... And then here's just the background of a screen. I generally go with the character. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did that with uh, when I upload... Because I have already uploaded the Cat President 2 trailer onto YouTube by now. Um, I think I used an uh, image of uh, DJ Nibbles in the Oval Office. Yeah, as opposed to just the, the blanks, the black screen. Yeah. <laughs> or or just like the, uh, the part where it says the text, Cat President 2, Political Revolution. That was one of the images uh, that... The, that it was suggesting for a thumbnail, but I did not use that one. Well, I think we're just rambling. Is there any uh, yeah. <laughs> listener <laughs> we mail? Should, yeah, we have. We do have one listener question, and yeah, we are definitely going long at this point. So uh, we'll we'll try to make it short. Um, it actually kind of relates a little bit to what we were talking about before. Um, Joe reviewer asks, "What's the biggest difference between when you were working on older games versus newer ones?" Uh, specifically like Cat President 1 versus Cat President 2. Um, and I think for me, the, the biggest difference in our development approaches between the two games, we've, we've, I'm sure talked about this before, but we spent a lot more time on the script for Cat 2 than we did for Cat 1. Um, 
if if I recall correctly, when we were working on Cat President One, like Michael would send me the script and I would like already just be coding it in RenPy. Like I would be reading it for the first time and and making small tweaks as I went along while I was coding it. Um, and with Cat President Two, it was more like Michael would send me the script. I would I would read it quite thoroughly. You know, offer any any suggestions or thoughts, and we would be going back and forth uh, many many times before we got even near the. Uh, the coding process. It was several months, I think, that we were working on the script this time. Um, yeah, yeah, that sounds written. about right. Yeah. So that's what I would say is the biggest difference. Do you have any other any other uh, things, or just how your your development style has evolved over the years? I don't have any time anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> got no free time, so uh, um. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel like I'm still learning and figuring out how to do puzzles or anything that's not just basic text and run pie. Um yeah. so um <laughs> that's what made Cat Present. I mean, Cat Present's really nice that I don't have to worry. I don't have to try to make a bunch of puzzles or anything, but I feel limited. I I, I don't know. Does that mean mom game has a bunch of puzzles in it? <laughs> Even with Mom's game, um, no, I was saying it's like, oh, I was going to have something with the character's outfit, but then I realized it's like, we can't possibly do that. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> we'd probably have to get models to, like, wear certain outfits. That wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember the the trouble we ran into with Pizza Boy trying to decide if we were comfortable asking a model to dress in a skimpy outfit for one of the characters, and we decided, no, we were not comfortable asking that. And then the character no longer wore a skimpy outfit. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I think that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfump, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at orock.com. Michael, is there anything that you would like to add? I can't think of anything. <laughs> uh, Michael's tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, bye, bye everyone. everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bye. I also do a lot of Yo, reaching I remember, for, uh... um... Oh, go ahead. Uh, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, I remember, I was gonna too. I say... Uh, I remember... No! <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you there's lag.